Welcome to Men Are Nuts, a podcast about mental health, emotional health, psychological health, awareness in men, women and society. First, it started with men, the acronym for Men Are Nuts. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. We've, she's done, she's, we've done, a, you've done a couple, a, part, a, you know, a couple of episodes. So, you know, over to you. Introduce yourself. Yes, hi. Hi, thank you for having me on again. Um, my name is Carly. I am from Long Island, New York. Um, this is my third time being a guest on your podcast, and I'm really excited about it and honored to be here. Um, I am a mental health blogger, and I consider myself a mental health advocate, just trying to um, spread awareness and spread positivity. Yeah, sprinkle some sprinkle some light on the gloom as we say exactly <laughs> <laughs> how have you been how are you, how are you and um yeah welcome back how have you been thank you and happy new year we haven't spoken in a long time yes, yes. um i am i'm doing well um in terms of the world and society um things are <laughs> still the same um and how are how are you on your end yeah um Things, things are okay. They, you know, they're saying that certain, because it's a small country, they said that um, the, the figures start to go back up again. But um, I think generally around the world, I think because this is flu season as well, you know, when you have that season where it's cold, that's where the, the you know, obviously where you get colds and you get flus. And so I think that's where it started to raise its head again. Um, but it's been you know there's it's been there's isn't there, there's been no like going back to the old the first time it happened with the first restrictions and stuff like that it's just they just stepped back once they went up in four stages over the last year and then they just stepped back one um for the time being and then obviously if it goes if it starts to go spiral out of control obviously they'll keep going back but things have been things been okay um we haven't had a winter as such um, temperatures are still even now what is it March and it's like 25 26 um, usually at this at this at this time it's roughly around um, about you know January February probably about 11 probably 10 um, temperature but here at the moment it hasn't been that it's always been around around about around about 21 to, or upwards up to 20 six even 29 at times it's crazy. oh wow <laughs> um, okay yeah so you know there's, there's uh, yeah i put it down to i put a lot of this down to it i definitely put this down to if anyone just if anyone thinks this is conspiracy but it's i definitely put it down to um climate change <laughs> for sure yes <laughs> for sure definitely um so how's you how's things with your family and and what's you know what what's the what the temperature's been like and what's life been like there for you? Sure, um, my family's doing pretty well. Um, we did have a, a bit of a COVID scare back in January. Um, we all tested negative, um, but that was just stressful enough, just waiting on the results. Um, but I feel like at this point, you're a bit odd if you don't get COVID. <laughs> I feel like everyone has had it at this point or, you know, is suffering from the side effects of it, even though they had it like maybe six or eight months ago. So we're blessed enough right now to say we haven't had it. Um, 
but there are a lot of folks out there who have, so I, I count my lucky stars every day. Um, in terms of the weather here, it's finally starting to feel a little bit like spring. We had a lot of snow um, these last couple of weeks, and I've never seen this much snow in my life. It's just been pretty odd with climate change and you know global warming. Um, New York used to get a lot of snow, and it used to be very cold. And I, I remember um, when things started to flip as as a kid, we would be trick or treating in Halloween in October, and it would be snowing. And then by January, February, it would be like 55 degrees and up. So yeah. weather was pretty wacky. And now I feel like a lot of people weren't used to all of the snow in January, February, March. And people like my parents, my grandparents were like, well, this used to happen every year, you know? So it's interesting to see um, that, that climate change and how people were um, reacting towards it. Yeah, and it's interesting that we've got sort of like, we're at the kind of like, almost like the opposite end of the scale. As I mentioned there, that we, it's been sunny, quite sunny here. Um, it's, it's, usually it's sunny here anyway, but like I say, for the winter period, it's still, it's still, the winter period tends to be a bit sunny, but it doesn't, you do have cold, cooler periods. But we haven't had that here. There's been times where maybe it, it dipped, <laughs> it dipped at night to 17 or 18, <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> not to, not to like your minuses or even under 10. So, um, like you said, there's this definitely something in the air um, to do with this global warming and, and because you're saying there that you had, because I was going to ask you about that, about you've had snow. Um, how much snow would you, would, would you say you had lots? Um, was it quite deep or would you just had it, was it a constant thing? Um, it was both. It was, <laughs> it was a constant thing. Um, and as soon as the snow would melt, it would kick back up again. Um, there was at one point where we had like three or four days of snow in a row, um, snow and rain and, um, just honestly, the whole month of February has just been rain and snow. Um, and now we're, there's finally, like, we can see the grass a little bit. So it, it's been a lot, um, you know, not, it's not something that we're used to, as I said earlier, um, because we're so used to things being a little upside down <laughs> but it's been nice to see and um we're definitely looking forward to some more sunshine and spring right now yeah because even in the uk my family's in the uk i remember saying to people here that you know they asked me if oh does it rain? does it snow and they say yes but i am i snow hasn't landed you know so heavily in years in england and when i've seen the pictures and you know my friends or Oh, my mum's telling me about these um, the snow falling and that it's cold. Yes, it tends to be cold in, in England, minus one or whatever. I think they've had temperatures going up to minus eight and minus seven at the, um, during February and January. Plus they've had plenty of snow. So there's definitely, like you said, there's... there's and the reason why I'm, we talk about this as well is because we have this... Uh, it, it, there's, there's a thing that obviously the weather can affect our mental health. Um, sad sad um and i know and i remember you know just before christmas realizing that um england has eight hours 
literally in the in the winter time it's eight hours of of daylight and I didn't I never thought of it like that I just thought you know you just see the weather and you think oh but they literally do you wake up and it, you go to work say if you're going to work at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever or seven o'clock in the morning it's dark then it lightens up and then by five o'clock four or five o'clock it's dark again and I never looked at it like that growing up until the other day when I thought oh gosh England only has eight you know during the winter time eight hours of daylight and which is crazy to think about it that's so interesting I never knew that um but yeah I could see your point um when do you think is the best time to travel to England because I know here in America <laughs> we uh, we just love England and just you know we're we're huge fans here there's so many shows that we love to watch and you know just the overall culture and all the sightseeing you know it's a wonderful place it seems like um when do you think is the best time of year to travel weather-wise um i would say maybe maybe this maybe the spring summer even though even though we don't really get that much um sun we don't get that much sun in england um I'd say the best times are around maybe May, May, spring, maybe April, May, May around May, June, July, around that time. Um, those are times okay. I'd say those are the best times to go um, to to England um, because you, maybe you're setting around March, May, yeah, around that time, maybe because of what you start to see is then the you know the, the light will it'll be really light then and you'll have. You see the you know the roving hills and the greenery and the trees and if you go out to different places. Um, so yeah, it, it, when the sun is out or when it's bright, I say, England is a beautiful place. It's, it's very that is so place. wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> that is wonderful. It is definitely on my bucket list. Yeah, and I think when I was talking earlier about the SAD SAD is you know when, when talking about that that's a disorder that kicks in around the winter time and a lot of people because what happens with England is and obviously cold places or whatever is you tend to go in and retreat in so whether it's be the local pub or your home you know it, that darkness is that dark time is when they start, start to retreat back home home and stay in until the next morning um, so when and that has effect on people's can, ha, can have effect on certain people's mental health um, so yeah, it's it's, a, it's like I say, it's a nice place, but you know, it's, it's, it's like I say, it, it, I, I laughed, I laughed to myself because I never realised it. But when I analysed, I thought, gosh, only eight hours of um, daylight <laughs> through the through the winter, <laughs> which is strange. But yeah, so um, yeah, so let's talk about um, you know, you, you know, your what we spoke about earlier to do with you know last year this you know what's happening this year with the virus and and just anything what's happening with to do with you know what you've mentioned about america and and, and the people and what's, what's actually happening there yes um so i know this may sound i don't know it may sound ignorant it may sound you know like i like i'm not paying attention but i'm truly I can't remember the last time I watched the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I say that because 
it was just so toxic for so long. And I think a, a lot of us are in the same boat where now political tensions have calmed down and now there's a vaccine. There's actually three different versions of the vaccine for COVID-19. Um, a lot of people are getting vaccinated here. So I feel like, you know, although things will never be perfect, um, myself and, and a lot of others have just gradually stopped watching the news because we're like, okay, let's, you know, kind of focus on ourselves, kind of, you know, just keep self-care in mind, um, keep our goals in mind, just kind of just worry about ourselves um, just to get us through because we are still in the same boat as we were a year ago. And what's so funny is that from my personal experience, um, I was in an accident in August 2019. Um, and ever since that accident, it's just been pure chaos. <laughs> yeah. So I've been trying to recover, um, you know, do all of the right things. I had to have surgery, so I had to adjust to that. Um, I was in rehab for six months, you know, all of these things. And then, of course, your mind plays mental games with you, too. And I'm, I was still in college at the time. And what's funny is that I didn't have a car. I kind of had to rely on a lot of people to help me out with things for about six months. And when I was finished and, you know, I was able to get a new car and kind of, you know, start applying for jobs again, just trying to get back on my feet. Um, it was about a year ago today. Um, so that that freedom is what I call that little bit of freedom lasted roughly two weeks before the entire nation went down on lockdown. So it's very interesting to see it from that point of view in that I was trying to do self-care, trying to heal, trying to survive, trying to um, struggle with a lot of emotions and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I finally was ready to go and, you know, kind of gain a new sense of hope, a new sense of life, this virus affected the nation. Um, you know, obviously it traveled, you know, but here we are. And it, it was very surreal. Um, you know, I think I had a, a good run of two weeks of maybe driving to school by myself, <laughs> yeah. which was nice not to have to rely on other people. And then all of a sudden it was just, you know, completely different way of life. Um, so to kind of help keep me sane was just to practice self-care, whether it's going on a walk, whether it's, you know, um, using essential oils, using... I don't know, practicing yoga, whatever works for you is what I try to keep in mind. Like what really defines self-care is different for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. And unfortunately, um, yes, there's new innovations and, and yes, there's, there's hope now, um, but we're still in the exact same boat. And I think a lot of people are depressed about that. Um, you know, and just in thinking, like, wow, you know, a year ago I was supposed to be on this trip or doing this or doing that. And it's like, here we are again. It's like every day feels like Groundhog Day. Um, 
for some people if you've ever seen that movie where yeah, yeah. um you know bill murray repeats groundhog day over and over that's kind of what it's like for a lot of people here still still working from home still going to school from home and it's as you mentioned earlier just mentally taxing um you know and the weather especially has a huge part in that as well during these winter months so you know i just try to remind people to stay positive and just just worry about yourself (laughs) because the news is not gonna um have a drastic effect anytime soon um we're under new leadership here and it's been going fairly smoothly so far so I feel like me and a lot of others have kind of just taken a step back and you know have just accepted it and just like I said just try to focus on our goals and our ourselves and our health and wellness yeah so what have you what have you done these last few months to try and um because has there been any sort of because you say like that, that was a good point what you made there where you said um because remember last year the, the, you know the, even even if, if you didn't watch the news like I you know I wasn't you know but towards the end of the year I thought you know you know and I'm not a new big news watcher anyway myself so um you know I don't sit there you know, never have it on tv or anything like that but I always pick up things where people where people send me something or I hear something so even if you didn't even if you didn't watch news, you, you were hearing things about the presidency and the build-up to it and this, that, and blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously it doesn't affect... It, it doesn't have that effect on me or, you know, probably on this side of the world. But you had all that over, over there. Then it's kind of it's kind of gone quiet now, I would just suspect. Um, how do you feel people... You know, what are people are doing to kind of cope now? Now... Because obviously, if you think about it, the news, that news ran parallel with things like um, other news, big news, like the protest, you know, then the virus, the protest virus, um, the presidency. So everything was running parallel. You know, those kind of protests has died down. That's died down. The virus is now starting to sort of, in a way, kind of, not die down, but it's kind of, um, there's other things happening now you know it's not there's not that lock that there's not that um lockdown thing that was happening last year it was there's more there's other things happening around the world how do you feel people and what have you done to kind of cope for the last even since december what have you been doing that's a great question um so yes and to your point those things have sort of calmed down um and you know, unfortunately, with the news and with the media, they're only a hot topic for so long, um, right? So the protests and, and um, just things towards, you know, um, black Americans and, and how they were being mistreated and Trump and all of his um, protests and on the Capitol, um, those events, they die down. Um, but the spirit of those events never truly goes away. Right. Um, so, yes, it's still, you know, those things in particular, they're still an issue. They're still being talked about. They're still being questioned. They're still being investigated. Um, but not not in terms of the media, right? Because that's just a fad. So um, that only lasts for a little while. But I feel like it did shake things up in American society and how we view 
you know, African-Americans and all these different things in regards to Trump and his scandals and just even though it's not in our face every single day on TV, it's still in the back of our minds. Um, so that's also something to consider. And I feel like as Americans, we've developed this, or at least I'd like to think, this mutual respect um, towards one another's um, political parties and even beyond political parties, just towards humanity. I mean, we've we've changed, we've recognized certain things um, that were just ultimately wrong, just in our history of, um, you know, slavery and all these things of, of how, you know, black people were mistreated here in America. And it's kind of like you can forgive, but you can't forget. It's, it's history. Um, and this history carries out generation after generation after generation until finally, you know, there's a, a crime committed or a protest to bring it to light. Um, so once those things are no longer in the media, um, they're no longer talked about, but we still think about them. And I feel like it's important to remember that going forward. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that's, do you think that's added to, to the, the kind of thing about self care? Do you think that's added to it sort of? And what I mean by that is, do you think because those because you're able to look because people people are able to look retrospectively and introspectively they they're able to now look at themselves and think oh well how can I how can I treat others how can I treat myself to so to know what words to say what how to speak to someone how to look at someone how to you know those things do you think you do you think that's you know that's part of the self care as well. That brings up a fabulous point because yes, I do. Um, people may just think, you know, that self-care is just a facial or something and that it's a load of nonsense. Um, but self-care, the, the umbrella term, you know, covers so many things. And, and that being one of them, just the way in which you view others and treat others should be the way that you treat yourself um, ultimately. And I feel like since 2020, since these, you know, horrific events have affected us, um, I feel like, like I said earlier, at least I would hope that, you know, humans are able to, you know, respect one another and kind of keep that in mind um, because no one is perfect and you also don't know who's struggling with what just by looking at them from the outside. Um, you don't know who lost a loved one to COVID. You don't know who lost a loved one to, you know, police brutality. Um, you just don't know what's going on just based on looking at somebody's profile, you know, on social media. So just don't be mean. Um, you know, treat others the way you would want to be treated. And absolutely, I feel like with self-care, um, how you want to handle those events, when they arise in the media, you can turn off the TV. Like, it's okay to to not want to see it, but also to recognize that they are, you know, a prominent issue. Yeah. And you, and you, before, before, just, you know, it was, it, you know before, when I spoke to you before, I say before, you know, in the last couple of sentences, you, 
you spoke about spirit. You mentioned the word spirit. And do you feel, um, in terms of spirit, do you think there's, uh, you know, there's our sp- do you think before that we were kind of, as humans, we were kind of aimlessly kind of, not aimlessly, we're buying things, we're doing this, but it's kind of aimless, it's kind of, um, um, how can I put it? It's like a non, you know, I'm not saying every human, but I'm saying in terms of our spirit, our spirits can be lifted or can, can be can be downtrodden. And do you feel that our, you know, since, we had the culmination of all those things happen last year and yes there's still other things happening around the world there's you know there's you know some of the things it's just it's just crazy you know you just you think you you, you're there we're there focused on this thing called this virus and you think everybody's focused on it but then when you when you start to hear over what's happening around the world you hear that there's people of there's there's fighting you know there's you know, the people dropping bombs, people fighting, and you think, wow, amongst amongst this thing that they call in a deadly thing, which you know, this virus or whatever, and you think, where would people have time for that? But the bottom line is, you know, that's just one thing, isn't it? The, having a flu or having a cold is just one part of life. There's other things happening. So, do you think our our spirits have, uh, you, you know, have changed in terms of hearing those things about? Um, connecting with one or each other, one another, hearing about um, the the protest and what happened, the culmination of that. Do you think our spirits are going to change, or have changed? I think so, um, and that brings up an interesting point of how you said we were kind of doing things aimlessly. Um, you know, when we were like you said, just focusing on one issue in particular. We were kind of only focused on COVID or only focused on Trump or only focused on, you know, um, the the protests towards racial injustice. Um, All of these other things were happening. Like, (laughs) you know, so you can only, I feel like the mind can only focus on one thing at a time. Um, So to have all of these things going on at once, it really could affect anyone's mental health, you know, whether they're of sound body, uh, sound body and mind or not. Um, you know, it's, you know, it causes anxiety. It, it causes just an overall sense of fear, depression, anger, um, you know, and as humans, I feel like multitasking, I always say is not, a thing even though I always try and multitask when we try and process information we can only process one thing at a time so you know it kind of works the same way um and yeah like there's global warming like hello like no we haven't talked about that in a long time why because we're so focused on COVID or we're you know in the beginning of the year before COVID that thing in Australia right um with the wildfires you know Nobody talks about that anymore, you know. So it's it's um it comes in waves, and I, I feel like it can absolutely affect somebody's mental health just because it may seem from the outside that the world is falling apart, um, but we can only truly focus on one thing at a time. Yeah, I think we should we should be um, channeling, 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 channeling 
our energy <laughs> energies <laughs> i've got one of words to get out um i'm not going to say it again our energies um on like the positive like you say self-care and the positive things and and um you know the, the things that are you know yes there's these things happening but our energies should be you know we should be looking at ourselves and thinking you know what can we you know what can we what can we how can we give back how can we um because i think those things then take your mind off all the things that are happening even if and it doesn't mean that you ignore them it just means that you're taking care of you because at that moment in time because it, once you have all these things that are coming at you and, they, and they, there's these negative energies it can affect you um and so that's, this, that's the reason why i brought up a bit about spirit um, uh, and, being, and, being, and kind of being spiritual. Um, you know, I don't know what you think about that. Um, yes, I mean, these things truly can affect anybody's mental health. And I did say earlier, um, I was choosing to ignore, but I guess that's not really the term because, you know, we're on our phones all the time. And even though we may not be sitting down in front of the TV or sitting down and reading the newspaper, um, reading about the news or watching the news. We get constant updates all the time. Um, so we hear things and we we see things even if we're not looking for them intentionally. Um, but yes, you know, I feel like a lot of us are at that point now where, you know, we're not actively sitting there watching the news because we just mentally either don't want to <laughs> or or just can't handle it because of you know because enough time yeah, has the been of it, the effects of it on your brain can be right can have a massive impact particularly right. as a and enough time is, is so taken away negative. exactly yeah yeah and it's and 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 like you know you know don't get me wrong with saying because you know don't don't get me wrong for saying this but we can the thing is, we can choose to ignore these things. We can choose to, you know, you're not doing anything wrong by doing it. We can choose, as long as we, you know, we know that, if we know that it can impact our brain, so then we can choose to ignore, ignore those things. So we can choose to ignore um, the constant barrage of um, things about the virus or this or the Trump or whatever it may be, you know, government officials or whatever it may be this that and we can choose to ignore that um it's it's the difference is then is what do we channel our energies onto and like you, what we're talking about today is is like you said self-care is 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 practicing our kind of mindfulness about ourselves how do we see ourselves in and what do we do to kind of keep ourselves going on a day-to-day basis um and what have, so what are some of the things that you have done what you know have you do you do you take baths do you do you you know i say baths some people say bath um <laughs> do, what so what are some of the things that you do um carly as a person to to what say say i call it self-medicate <laughs> <laughs> um yes so in terms of sort of channeling our energies on other things and um keeping our own spirits just hopeful and, um, you know, keeping our goals in mind. Um, just 
what I've done just in the past couple of months, um, I have just a really hard time sitting still. So whenever I'm doing work or whenever I'm, you know, studying, whatever, I always make sure to set alarms. And this may be helpful for anybody um, just to get up and walk around um, or you know, if you have a Fitbit, I mean, I don't have that. If you have a Fitbit or if you have like a, an app or a watch or something um, that tells you to like be active for a certain amount of time, just do it. You know, it may seem like you're getting off task. Um, but what I've learned is, you know, guilt is a funny thing. And I feel like guilt is often associated with self-care. And yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, self-care isn't selfish. We've heard that a bunch of times. And, um, it, I mean, it's not, it's just a matter of kind of what I said earlier, how we can't multitask. We can only do one thing at a time. So you need to set basically alarms <laughs> or priorities to do the things that you want to do. And you're not going to be able to do them all at once. I, I laugh when I see people, you know, trying to do all these different things while they're like on a, a bike, like they're trying to take a phone call you see they they have the bluetooth in their ear and they're trying to read a book and they're trying to eat a snack while they're on the exercise bike like you just you can't do i personally don't think maybe you can do all those things at once but i don't think it's good for you to do all those things at once um so i do try to you know even if it's just taking a walk around the block or taking 30 minutes out to just do some stretches do some you know a light workout or yoga just to get the blood flowing because I know if I it's a chain reaction if I do this then I'll feel better and I can be more productive later with my work so you know it's better than being stagnant which I feel like a lot of us can be you know become stagnant if we're working from home um so that's just you know one or two things I've done I've also taken up cooking and baking just to distract me like instead of you know, kind of aimlessly scrolling on my phone. Um, you know, I'll, I'll bake something. <laughs> so I'm home and I figured I, I might as well, or, you know, take 30 minutes out of a day and check up on your friend, call your friend, just some things that you may not have done before. Try and consider doing that now instead of just, you know, mindlessly scrolling on Twitter, or Facebook or Instagram, if that doesn't work for you. Um, so yeah, I just found that to be interesting. What's your What's your favorite thing to bake? Ooh, probably. Hmm. <laughs> I have a sweet tooth, so and I'm not the best chef. I'm learning to be a better cook, but I do love to bake. Come on, Carl. Um, let us know. Let Let the Let the listeners know. What's your favorite thing to bake? Ooh, probably. I'd say muffins or bread. Yeah, I feel like muffins or bread could always be, <laughs> it's always consistent. I feel like, you know, if you try and do other things, certain things can happen. They can burn, they can maybe come out, I don't know, not the way that you wanted it to come out. I feel like bread is always very consistent. <laughs> is there anything that you've made that hasn't, um, ha- that you've kind of tasted, is not taste nice or it just didn't come out the way you thought? Is there anything that you've made? Oh, I tried to recreate one of my mom's cookie recipes and, you know, I thought I followed the recipe. I thought I did everything well. 
and it just they just weren't hers i think it just comes better when someone else makes it for you i think that's it will never be that way you know we say that and sometimes we do these things we follow what our mums cook or bake and we just don't get it right we, we could right. we could do exactly exact ingredients exactly the way to do it and it just doesn't taste the same um and exactly i don't know how that happens i really don't so you you've taken <laughs> up you've taken up baking i mean for me um in terms of we spoke about something there about um when we talk about self-care and stuff like that and i'm kind of learning things from people and you know and what you're talking about there and i'm kind of i'm hearing it <laughs> when i hear it I, I go yeah 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 and then i don't do it i um, I, don't, I've, I don't know why i have this i have a i don't know why i have this maybe i don't know i don't know you know someone once called me, said to me i'm i'm a, i'm I'm, uh, I'm my own angel because I do things, I helped, uh, you know, I've helped so many people and I helped thousands of people, kids and young people and all that sort of stuff over the years. And I, I never take care, I never, not say I don't take care of myself. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, let's just say like I've, I've, I've worked so hard and then I don't, I've, I've learned, I've, I've started to, I've started to learn over the years, but I still feel guilty if I go out and buy myself something. Do you see what I mean? Um, I don't know if many um, listeners feel that complex, but if I, even if I've worked hard and I know I've worked hard and I've, and I've busted my gut to, to, to do what I'm doing and then I get a bit of extra money or, or do something or I don't go and, and it's only just been the last, maybe last, maybe last five years or maybe even 10 years or whatever, no, fast five years that I've started to, you know, one day go, oh, you know what, I'm going to put my foot down, I'm going to get it. And then I go and get something, maybe one thing or two things, and that's it. You see what I mean? Um, right. So even though you talk about self-care, um, for, you know, what what would you say to that? Because I mean, I'm sure there must be more people out, like that out there that will struggle with that kind of guilt factor of, I don't know why there's guilt of me going out and getting myself something, because even the other day, I had some. I bought some. I bought some jeans, and very rare shop. But when I when I bought I bought some jeans and it didn't fit, but I didn't take it back because it was over the time. So what I did was I put it in a bag with some other clothes, and I drove round looking for somebody to give the clothes to. Um, and let me know in a, in a bad way. I mean, because here there's, there's a lot of people who are who are struggling. Um, you know, you know, even though it's a wealthy country, there's a lot of people here who are struggling. Um, some of the guys who come from different countries and they're working here. So I actually drove around and I drove past somebody, it was one of the guys who were building the roads. Um, I jumped out and I said, oh, here's a bag. Gave him a, my rucksack, you know, and with some clothes in it and I gave it to him and he said, thanks. And so that was my, and I wasn't doing that to kind of be, have a, you know, to be the star or anything. I just did it because that's how I think. But right. I would still feel guilty if I go, and replace that thing, or if, I, if I'm working so hard that I bust the gutter, I'm like, oh, I really must get myself something. Um, I've been trying to get an iPad for the last two years. <laughs> you know, I've been saying I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, and, and not for want of thinking, I just, I just don't do it, um, and I don't know what I don't know what that is. Um, what would you say? 
to somebody who may be going through, who may be similar situation, who may be th- with thoughts like that? Wow. So, I mean, first off, what you did made that person's day, I'm sure. Um, there needs to be more people out there like you doing things like that, just random acts of kindness, because, you know, what goes around comes around. I, I believe in karma, and that's very honorable thing that you did. Um, but in terms of replacing it, like you said, you, you didn't want to get the correct size or it was past the time limit to get the correct size for yourself and you know just treat yourself because you deserve the pair of jeans some people don't think like that um there's plenty of people out there just like you who you know um would say oh well i'll just give them away because it'll make somebody else happy i'd probably do the same thing to be honest um but like you said there is a guilt factor and for you know For some reason, we just don't know why, but we feel guilty when we do certain things. And maybe with you, it was the jeans, but maybe for somebody else, it's, um, I don't know, you know, food. Like, oh, I bought this type of drink and I bought like a six pack of it, but like my kids don't like it. We don't like it. You know, instead of just like returning it, they'll give it away or, or something. Like, I know that may not be the best example, but people do that all the time um you know there's no psychology behind it i i think that innately we're all good people um you know and we try to whether it's intentional or not we try to make other people happy and and serve if you're religious um you know serve god's purpose that sort of thing um or if you believe in karma you know that you know that sort of thing whatever you believe in um could potentially affect your overall self-care if you let it now if it makes you really happy to do that then then god bless you know i probably like i said i'd probably do the same thing donate it to old clothes um if they didn't fit things like that um but we can't we have to try our best not to be hypocritical and say oh self-care when we don't even do it for ourselves um so that that's a tough one because i'm sure there are a lot of people out there just like that just like you so that's an interesting way to not feel guilty yeah because i I say i've never you know i've never been a person that goes and treats myself or and if i do and if i have done it's i've been pushed someone said to me look my mum says look you look you work so hard and you do all these things for people and other people go and, go and get something for yourself go out there and get something for yourself and I go oh yeah okay yeah and I never and I kind of you know you know some people would just you know, and I, that's, that's what I'm saying it's not a bad thing or anything I'm saying that some people will get the money or whatever and they'll so I've started to some people get the money and they'll they'll go they'll just the first thing they thought, think of is I'm going to get this I'm going to do that it's, it's single mindedness whereas I don't think that way. I just, I just kind of go, mm. you know, um, right. you know. I just, I just feel guilty if I do go and buy it, if I do go and get something, or if it costs X amount of money, or if it costs this, and I, I don't know why. If it's a big purchase, I just feel, feel, I feel guilt. I don't know why that is. It's just, it's really strange. Um, so, um, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think that's just like you say, and I do try and practice because even now while I'm here. Um, 
because I'm on my own a lot of the time, it's kind of helped me to to kind of kind of jump out of that box of feeling guilty and, and treating myself. So I go to I, you know I go to restaurants now. I go to restaurants on my own. Um, uh, if I walk into a you know if I walk into a shop, I can see I, I'll get something or I treat myself to a I don't know maybe a you know I drive miles and, and and get a smoothie you know what I mean or something like do you know what I mean um so I suppose in wrong respects and now I'm starting to get a bit better um because I have to in a way because if I'm indoors all the time or um in, in, do you know what I mean it's that kind of mental health it could affect my mental health if I don't get out there if I don't go to restaurants if I don't do these things so it's kind of forcing my hand now to go out there and do these things um and like I said before, I mean, I've always been the type of person to to give, you know, you know, I've driven around with, I've, you know, I've had pals, I've had, you know, I'm not a person that's a person that buys things, but I remember having these pair of shoes in it, and they're very, they were quite expensive. Uh, it was my only pair of shoes, and they're very expensive shoes, and I only wore them once, but because they didn't fit me, I think after, I think, I think they didn't fit me, and I didn't take them back, <laughs> so I kept them. Um, I, I gave, you know, I drove them that round with that some some trainers in my back of my car, and then when I went to have my car clean, I gave it to the guys who were, who were cleaning my car. Um, so you know, and, and when you know, I said to them, you, you know, I wasn't being thing, I was being facetious. You know, and some people go, what? I don't want your shoes, but to, you know, I said to, them, do you want some shoes? I got some shoes. He went, yeah, straight away, took it straight. Away. So it's obviously giving it to people who 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 want and who need it. Um, so that was that was it really. I mean, that's I just gave you know li- li- your thoughts on that. That was all. Yeah. Um, when you were saying about just uh, how you could drive miles for a smoothie, that's self care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's some people don't realize it, but that's you know, that's just one example. Um, and I know it may sound silly, but it is. Or just. Something else that I wanted to ask you is that since you are primarily alone, and um, I know we kind of discussed that too around the holidays um, and how you were alone, um, I'm glad to see that like you're adjusting to that because I think for anyone, that would be really difficult. I know it would be really difficult for me. And I, you know, complain all the time that I never have the house to myself and we're all working remote our family is just getting on each other's nerves, but we have each other. Yeah. Um, so I feel like sometimes a lot of people could take that for granted. And even when you had said, I go to restaurants alone now, how does that feel? Because for somebody who's trying to practice like self-care and, and you know, getting out there and just kind of taking care of themselves, they may not have a partner, they may not have a you know, a sibling or just somebody to go out with, you know, that that's a big fear for a lot of people. Funny enough is to eat alone. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And, you know, yeah, would um, you recommend that to somebody? Um, I just, I just think that in a, in, in a lot of ways, I think it's important that you do get out there. Um, like I say, I've, I've, um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, you know, regardless of this podcast or whatever, I'm a bit of an introvert um, anyway. 
Um, but it's interesting, me being an introvert, but I've worked, I've always worked with um, children, young people and adults. So basically pe- people um, from, from age eight, three years old and upwards. Um, so, but I'm a bit of an introvert, so I'm not the life and soul of the party. You know, if, you know, if I go out, I won't be the person who's, you know, in your face or anything. I'll be the one in the background while the others are out there in your face. Um, the shy one, quiet one and all that sort of stuff. And I've always been like that. You know, people, my mum, when we used to go out, you know, when, my, when I used to go shopping with my mum and she used to talk about, she used to, you know, meet up with her friends or whatever. And the friends go, oh, this is... This is, um, uh, you know, this. Oh, so this is Andrew, the young, the 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 quiet one from quiet when he was, was a baby and stuff like that. So I've always been that way, you know. If I'm, you know, if someone's saying that from uh, that I was like that as a baby, that means I'm not going to, I'm not changing in. That, do you know what I mean? So I've, I've been, I've been a bit right. of an introvert. So I just feel that we, if you're a person who is like that, that's not to say to go out there and and. Be that try and be life and soul of the party because it won't work because it's not going to be you. That's not your personality to be the life and soul of the party. You leave that to others. Um, you the introverts tend to be people who watch and listen, analyze, um, and and think 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 very deeply. So that's my personality. So I would advise if you're a person that's like that, and you are alone, is to to get out there um, but don't force yourself on anybody to be the life and soul of the party if you, do you see what I mean um, right but I'd advise people to get because for me yes I'm alone here um, and there's times where gosh I've, I miss my particularly in the holidays because I because I'm because I've obviously I work and and that time period is made up of that time of the day is made up of the time where I get to speak to people, whether it's the children or whoever. So for the rest of the day, I'm on my own. But the hardest time is when it's holidays, when I don't, when I'm not at work. It's, I don't get to speak to people. Um, it may be the Christmas holidays where it's two weeks or um, the longest period is maybe two, three weeks or whatever where I haven't spoken to anybody unless I've spoken to somebody on the on the checkout at the supermarket or, you know, whoever it may be. Um, but, you know, I don't really... Uh, and that's not to... That's not to say I... Um, it's difficult. Like I say, as an introvert, it's difficult. It's, hard to, it's harder to go out and make the kind of friend, friends. Because I've got friends, and they're all based in the UK growing up. Um, so here, I've... I'm, I've got people that I know. I know people. I know people, and I speak to them. Tend to be they were teachers, but they tend to be um, they because it's a very family orientated place. It's very hard to make friends here, and also a lot of people come and go, so they may stay for one year. So it's you can't, it's hard to build up friendships here. So um, what I would say to people, if you, you as best you can, is to maybe join a club, um, join a club. Um, because that's what I'm planning on doing now. The club, you know, whether it be, you know, martial arts club or football, something, any, you know, it could be, you know, it could be knitting. I don't know, whatever. It could be anything. Crochet, you know, a club. It, it literally, just, if you can, get out there, join a club. Um, and that way, that will introduce you to more people. And even if you don't 
even if you don't make friends in that club, at least you're in an environment where you're able to speak to someone or um, do something for you. But don't do anything that isn't for you. Don't go and join a club which isn't... which Because you're, you're wanting to get out there, you want to do this thing, I wouldn't join a club that... Um, just for the sake of it, basically. Because you're not going to enjoy it. Just find something that you enjoy and go to that and, and go to that club. Um, in terms of going to restaurants, I, yeah, I go to restaurants. Again, that's another opportunity for me to get out. I think that's very important to get out of the house. Um, so I go to restaurants maybe once or twice, once a week. Um, sometimes it tends to be the same one because the people know me um, and they're, they're used to me. So, and even then, even just having a conversation with the, with the the, um, the waiting staff or the chef comes out or so something like that, then it kind of lifts your spirits. You see what I mean? Yes, you're coming back home to exactly. yes, you're coming home to the emptiness, but at least you. Um, thinking, and one thing I've tended to, <laughs> one thing I've done is um, the last few months is um, is binge watch um, superheroes, you know, last, you know, things on Netflix. Um, so I've been been watched, um, binge watched, been watched, binge, I've been binge watching Arrow um, for the last time. Anything, and then before that, it was all the other superhero stuff. So you know, even that, even something that you enjoy to watch on the watch on the TV is better than the news or not watching anything, if you see what I mean, to keep your finger... You know. Oh, I agree. Um, so, <laughs> yes, I agree to that. Yeah, so <laughs> me, I'm a, I like superheroes, so I think superheroes give us hope and all these sort of things and good versus evil. So I think um, those sort of things um, is important for our health. Um, but like you, say, like you say, it is self-care. Like yesterday, I went out, I drove, and I went and sat down in a... Uh, even that, sitting down in a cafe or outside a cafe, um, just watching the world go by and watching pe- people watching is good. Yes, <laughs> I, I am a huge people watcher. Yeah, so you see, <laughs> yes. yeah, different types of um, people's quirks and, and you know the way pe- someone walks or you know the conversation what they may be having. You can imagine the conversations that they're having with you know with each other and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, I would definitely advise to get out there more definitely for mental health that's great advice especially um for anybody that's that's you know especially physically alone if you're living alone in quarantine and stuff and i believe we talked about that in the past too um but even if you're not alone um self-care is important and i feel like especially now where things have essentially calmed down um you know, now it's time to kind of put your health and wellness first, um, your overall well-being first. Um, you know, whether it's your school, your grades, your your job, you know, or just little tiny goals that you have. You know, put them up first now because I feel like now we're essentially in a, a much better place than we were a year ago. Yeah. Um, so to try and you know take those things into consideration. Yeah, you, you, I was gonna. I make you laugh with this one because what I tend to do now, what I tend to do is, if I'm going to the restaurant, I go as if I'm going on a date. So I'll, oh, that's an interesting. So, I do, so okay. I do, yeah, so I don't go like all sloppy, like in some you know some tracksuits. I don't know whatever it may be, like you know the, the, my garden clothes or whatever it may be. I I wear a shirt 
I wear a shirt and my jeans and some shoes and I'll go, or whatever it may be, some, some soft shoes or whatever, and I'll go, uh, and I go as if I'm going. This is what I mean, because I'm, that's like, again, it's self-care. I look in the mirror, I, you know, I put my cream on and, you know, have a shave and everything like that, and I go, and I go as if I'm, like I'm going on a date, but I'm by myself, it's, which is interesting um, and very important um, to, particularly in this time as well, with, like you say, people are stuck indoors and stuff like that. And if you and if you are able to get out, make, give it your best your shot. Give it your best in terms of maybe your parents and and because the appearance changes the your, your mindset while you're getting ready um, helps. That you, that you do you understand what I mean? It helps you to kind of think, oh, um, right, I'm going out. I'm I'm getting ready. I put my you know put my watch on. Put my whatever it is on. Um, you know, you're stepping out with a, with a, with a, a bit of a, you're stepping out with a, that, that, that bit of buoyancy in your step and you go out, you, you, yeah. so, do you know, what yes. I mean? you go to the restaurant and, um, so yeah, that's what I tend to do. I tend to go, if I, and like, if I'm going to, there's a, cause I'm vegan as well. I go to, there's a vegan cafe here and I go there once a week and I sit down and, and the, the, the people there say, oh yeah, um, um, oh, you're going to sit in your regular place? And I say, yeah, I sit in regular place. Sometimes I like go outside and sit outside and I sit there and the music's going off and I just chill out and I may, maybe sit there for two, three hours, you know, listen yeah. to the music yeah. and just, just enjoying um, whatever it may be, the surroundings. That's wonderful because I feel like um, that that's a good mindset to have when you're getting ready to go out, especially now. Um, and I'm glad that you do. That's, I mean, that's wonderful. I, (laughs) I've been with the same person for seven years. So sometimes we laugh about it and we forget, um, that we're not trying to impress anyone. And I, you know, I've gotten so accustomed to being indoors and, you know, going to school and going to work and doing all these things remote that when I do go outside, it's like people forget how to act. It's really funny. People like forget how to dress, how to act. We're all like still in that mindset. Um, and I've noticed that with myself, with, you know, with my friends, um, that we panic if we like have to put jeans on. It's really funny. But I think it's important to keep that in mind because um, it just keeps you sane, really. And it's just another form of self-care. When I speak to you about having a, you know, even things like having a bath and things like that, just the, the whole process of, you know, you know, getting out there or, you know, like I say, going to a restaurant or wherever you may be, um, those things are important. Um, have, you know, if it's a man, you're having a shave and, you know, if, if it's a woman, you're doing your hair or whatever. Even if, it's, even if you're not going anywhere, that would be, a, that's another important thing. You know, if you, if you did your hair up just to sit down and have a, you know, in your in your house. Do, do you know what I mean? There's something. Do you know what I mean? You know, I'm not I'm not sitting there thinking. I'm not saying there we 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 you know like I'm some sort of you know you know people are like oh this person's crazy. But no, it's this is important. No, it's not. You know, yes, you can lounge no. about. You can lounge about. What about doing your nails? You can still do your nails. You don't need to. You do your nails while you're watching, um, watching a movie or watching a, a TV show or whatever. Um, just things like that as I was a woman um, 
you know, as a you know, as a man, you have a shave and you know, start the day or whatever. Yeah, even midway midway through the day. And so, so obviously, there's going to be days when you're not going to be bothered, and you know. But I just think these things are, um, you know, and even just that, even the the opposite end of that is, is you just lounging about, um, and doing, you know, while you're lounging about, you, 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 you're taking care of yourself while you're lounging about. So it may be just having sitting down, not thinking too much, but just drinking a cup of tea or you know that self-care you're actually thinking about yourself and you're going to make make yourself and your partner or whoever it is or yourself something to eat um like you say and reaching out to people again that self-care as well as um you know helping others by talking to them so yeah i think it's very important yes definitely all of those things kind of fall under the the self-care umbrella that we were talking about earlier um and it, it's not selfish there we should try to um you know remove the guilt factor towards self-care or the selfishness towards self-care because it's really not um so the more that you accept that um you know the more that you'll be more apt to do those things if that makes sense yeah and it's and it's funny you use that word selfish as well because quite often that has a negative connotation the word selfish because we often use it in in a negative um throughout the years we've heard it in negative as a negative but really when we when we because of all the things that have happened in the last how many years um and people becoming more um aware of the surroundings um themselves we oft, we don't use that word enough now. That doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that because um, there's some there's there's some context where you can put the word selfish, where it's it's a, it's, a, it's a positive, because if you say I'm I'm being, you know I'm going I'm I'm going to eat, and I'm going to eat I'm going to eat all this or I'm going to eat now, I'm going to eat now and I'm not going to make anyone interrupt me. That's you being selfish, but that means. Once you've eaten, I'm able to because you're hungry. I'm able to give my best to you. Once I've eaten, you see what I mean. So we exactly. often we often use the word selfish as a negative, but it can be used in so many ways to do with positivity in terms of how we, you know, do we not take do we do I not eat then? Do I not eat and then um, tend to your every whim or do you see what I mean? Or do I eat and then let myself go, or do I eat now, and then I'm uh, then I'm ready to go, rearing to go to help you with what you, what you're going through. You see what I mean, or whatever it may be. Am I being selfish but, if I cut my if I do my nails now, and you know you can talk to me later? No. So I think it's important that the word we use some of these words that have been taken out of context in a lot of ways use them as um as as positives absolutely and similarly what we were talking about earlier with just like going for a walk or you know meditating or doing something physical it's the same thing you know um to try and um stop what you're doing to take five or ten minutes or 30 minutes to go and do that you have to have that reminder i agree with that reminder to you know, kind of like the chain reaction. If you 
want to perform better, then you have to eat lunch. Or if you want to perform better, then you have to, you know, work out for 30 minutes so that you can be your best self. Exactly. And let's, um, what, what's going to happen, what's, what do you see for you in the next week, two weeks, what, you know, in, in terms of, um, are you going to be, are you, are you going to, you know, we'll just kind of hit up on that, I won't take, talk too much about that, but do you, are you going to be taking the vaccine, um, are you not, or what's, what's, what, what's, you know, what do you see for yourself next, in terms of? Sure, um, so I'm in school full time. Um, currently looking for jobs. I'm still blogging in between. Um, and I am, I've said this in the past, I am not the best blogger in the sense that I don't blog regularly, which is the entire concept of blogging. And I'm like that person that blogs from the heart or like when I have writer's block, I can't blog. Um, that's one of my next goals is to try and establish a more regular schedule with that um because i do i do tend to reblog a lot of interesting articles and I'll, I'll give them credit of course um like i'll i'll typically post a lot of like research articles research-based articles um or just like you know tips from somebody else and i'll you know i'll give them credit or maybe somebody's own personal story so when I have writer's block, I typically tend to reshare those things because I still hope to inspire other people um, and just to show them support. Um, you know, so that's that's one of my other goals is to, um, whether it's blogging about myself like and my mental health journey or just sharing things from other people on a more con- um, consistent basis. Um, as far as the vaccine goes, I don't think I'll be getting the vaccine. Um, there's still a lot of things that, you know, I'm very, as I've gotten older, I'm very cautious about what I put into my body. And I feel like there's not enough research on this vaccine to have a firm yes or, or no answer. Um, Right now, I'm, I'm looking at my situation, my, my personal situation, as a lot of people are. Um, if they're essential workers, it's not mandated, um, but they are definitely the first people in line to get it. Um, but with me and my personal situation, I'm not an essential worker right now. Um, and I've been remote for the past basically year and a half. Um, so... No, I don't. I don't think it's necessary for me at the moment, just because I'm not exposed to so many people. Um, but I know a bunch of people who have taken the vaccine, and they're, you know, proud that they did, and they're excited that they did, um, and they can have that peace of mind knowing that they did um, because they're around so many people every single day, whether it be for work or for school. Um, so that's that's about it um, at the moment, and I know there's three different versions of that vaccine. So I feel like maybe in, I don't know, however many years, when there's enough research on it, I may consider it. Or as soon as I go back into the workforce, which is most likely soon, um, then I'll consider getting it just because of the amount of people I'm exposed to. Yeah. And if things have, as, as, as 
you said things haven't changed in some respects, but things has anything changed in terms of have things opened up there now, or um, are people kind of what's happening? Are people getting about the daily lives? What what's actually happening? So, um, in terms of like, yes and no. I feel like there's <laughs> people. How do I say this? People want to return back to normal. Um, I want to return back to normal, but I feel like we're just not there yet. Um, we're seeing people who go out for dinner for an hour and a half, um, come back five days later and realize they have COVID, you know? So it's just not, how do I, it's not where we want to be yet. We want to be close. We want to have somewhat of a return to normalcy. Um, but I feel like we have to keep tabs on people now. And, and this is our generation too, unfortunately with social media and people posting things all the time about their whereabouts and stuff is like, okay, well, I'm not going to hang out with Jessica this week because Jessica just came back from Florida. So I'm not going to see her for about a month. You know, this is like the mindset that people have now is like, kind of like, oh, she may have cooties. You know what I mean? So as much as we want to go back to normal, we really can't. We have to keep track of who's traveling or who works in a um, potentially, you know, dangerous environment with a lot of people. Um, my friends, they kind of think I'm a little nuts with the germs, but I was a germaphobe even before all of this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as much as they all want to go back to normal, you know, there's, there's kids that are, I, I, they're saying there's an argument that in schools, kids aren't getting COVID from school, they're getting COVID from outside. And that makes total sense. Why? Because they hang out with their friends. Um, so there's still that, that danger factor there that if you hang out with too many people, um, you're at risk for getting COVID. Or if you're immunocompromised or if you're in the vulnerable population, then yes. So in that aspect, things haven't changed, but I feel like we're all craving the change, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's been interesting, and we've been talking about self-care, um, and I think it's I think self-care is very important. I mean, I spoke about my self-care, you spoke about yours, and, and we've kind of, you know, we've kind of come up with ways of where people, you know, where people can... So even though I said, you know, I felt guilty and stuff like that, there's times, you know, you know, I've started to realise that it's important. Um, and I say for the people out there listening, it's, it's definitely important, our self-care. And it's good, it's good just for our mind, you know, body and spirit. Um, as a spiritual person myself, um, I think it's very important. Um, so for you, and your, you know, what were you... What will be your self? You know, what you're going to bake next, and what's going, what's going to be your self care process this week, or even tonight? That's a good question. Um, I have a lot of, you know, things to catch up on with work and stuff. Um, so that's probably first priority. Um, baking, I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's another loaf of bread. We'll see. Um, make, make an apple crumble. 
my favorite. That sounds amazing. That's my favorite. <laughs> you just gave me an idea. <laughs> That's good. Um, in terms of self-care, um, I'm a night owl, so I try to avoid that habit, um, but I'm really going to work towards that now because I, I don't know. I, I was never a person that could fall asleep easily, so that is my next thing to work on. Where can you be found? Where can you be found, Carl? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I have an Instagram to promote my WordPress blog. Um, the link is in my bio, and my username is at Coffee with Carly Blogs. Fantastic! And um, yeah, I'd like to say thank you for coming on the show and um, talking all good things about um, self care and how we can. You know how we can look after ourselves and how we should look after ourselves really i mean we should that's you know we should be number one and we look after ourselves um as much as possible but yeah so thank you for coming on and talking and, thank you it's a pleasure um and hopefully we'll speak again yes i hope so here's hoping <laughs> that was men are nuts speak to you soon